Welcome to Girlfriends Pray Podcast. We are a prayer ministry for women, and our mission is to draw women closer to God through prayer. To learn more about Girlfriends Pray, go to our website, www.girlfriendspray.org. Follow us on social media at Girlfriends Pray and join us for prayer every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 712-775-7031, access code 943334-POUND. We invite you to connect, support, or become a partner of Girlfriends Pray. Remember, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says to pray without ceasing. God bless you. And allowing me to be a part of this gathering and this vision. Um, But just thank you for creating a a space and a place for prayer. I think as as we end what I would consider to be one of the most uh, tumultuous years of my own life, uh, I think that prayer is absolutely needed because, you know, as I think about all that has happened this year um, from a global pandemic to racial unrest to uh, economic uncertainty, I think about, um, you know, we lost civil rights icons and, um, I mean, we lost yeah, I think about even in Chadwick Boseman, we lost a symbol um, of of the the black community and the black experience in losing him. Um, it just feels like this year has been as much <laughs> as much of a doozy as possible. And so, um, you know, I want to pray first and foremost. I want to pray for our minds and our hearts to be renewed. Uh, but before I even do that, there's a particular story uh, in the Bible that I just wanted to anchor us on, if I could, for a moment before I pray, um, because I feel like there's something that God wants to to remind us of out of what happened this year. First of all, uh, in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 27, uh, there's a story about the Apostle Paul and he was heading to Rome, and he was heading that way because he was, he was imprisoned. He was imprisoned for, you know, sharing the gospel, and he was heading to Rome because he was going to plead his case um, to Caesar. And, you know, he got on, on this ship with other, other prisoners, and they were heading in that direction, but Paul actually warned the pilot of the ship, he said to the pilot of the ship that it would not be good for them to head in the direction he was planning to go in because he said there's, there's going to be a storm and it's not going to be good. Well, the pilot decided to go that way anyway. Um, Paul specifically said to them in chapter 27, verse, uh, verse 10, he said, men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo into our own lives also. And verse 11 says, but the centurion, instead of listening to what Paul said, followed the advice of the pilot and of the owner of the ship. Uh, Since the harbor was unsuitable to winter in, the majority decided that they would sail on, 
hoping to reach Phoenix and winter there. So they're out in the middle of the water, and, you know, they're on this boat. And just as Paul predicted, um, a, a wind started to, to pick up steam, started to pick up steam. Uh, and as a matter of fact, in verse 18, the Bible says, we took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. And so uh, there was so much just turbulence happening. There was so much uh, chaos happening that they tried to lighten the ship's load. They tried to lighten the ship's load by throwing over the cargo. Well, that didn't help. The storm just kept raging. It kept raging and going on and on and on. And then we get over to verse 30, and the Bible says, in an attempt to escape from the ship, the sailors let the lifeboat down into the sea, pretending that they were going to lower some anchors from the bow. Then Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, unless these men stay with the ship, you cannot be saved. So the soldiers cut the ropes that held the lifeboat and let it drift away. What does all of this have to do with anything? Well, a few thoughts. One, it's interesting to me that Paul told the sailors as they were lowering the lifeboats, as they were planning to get in the lifeboats and sail away, Paul told them that if you get in that lifeboat, you are going to die. The only way for you to live is to stay on this ship. And if you think about it for a moment, that seems strange. A lifeboat exists to preserve life, and yet Paul said to them, if you get in that lifeboat, you are going to die. What is the lifeboat? The 2020 taught us that there is, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty in this world. We all make plans. We came into 2020 saying this was going to be our year. We all made plans. And yet we learned that as much as we think we control things, there's very little that we actually control. So we have these different lifeboats in our life, right? We have relationships that we've been in for far too long. He never proposed. He hasn't even made this thing official. But we've been in the relationship because it's a lifeboat. We have things like a job that we've been on for years. God told us to leave. He told us to start our own business. He told us uh, to, to take a certain action, but because it's our lifeboat, we stay in it because what God has called us to is, is turbulent and we don't understand it. And so my point in saying this even before I pray is that 2020 taught us <laughs> that all the things that we thought were safe are not. The only place that we can stay and know we will be safe, is in the will of God. Just as Paul told those sailors to stay on that boat, even though it was being battered and tossed about, God, Paul said, stay on the boat. My encouragement to you is don't die in the lifeboat. Whatever that thing is that you have been using as a so-called crutch because you didn't know what to expect this year, don't allow that thing to be the thing that kills you in 2021. If God said to let it go, I want you to release it and let it go. 
So I'm going to pray for you. What I'm going to pray for you, though, is I'm going to pray for you to have the courage to cut the rope and let the lifeboat go. Heavenly Father, as I come today, Lord, and gather together with sisters from just all around the the country and, and world, my prayer is that we would have the grace of confidence going into 2021. Whatever plans we may have had, whatever dreams we may have had, God, whatever uh, things that we thought were, were going to manifest themselves this year that did not, I pray that those lifeboats will not be the things that we hang on to going into next year. Instead, I pray that we will learn to release them so that we can stand firmly on whatever it is that you've called us to. And we know, God, because you are not the type of God that gives us all the plans and details and blueprints, God, we know we're going to have to trust you because faith is the currency of your kingdom. Faith is the currency uh, of, of your kingdom. And so uh, for everyone, God, who is listening, I pray, Father, that whatever it is that you have placed in their heart, that thing that doesn't make sense, that thing that they don't even want to do, that thing uh, that they are scared to do, I pray, God, that you will give them so much clarity and so much assurance that they will do it afraid. I pray, God, that they will do it uncertain, but they will do it knowing that you will never call them away from where they will be protected. We know that in your will there is divine protection. I pray for favor, God to be upon their lives, Lord. I pray, God, that you will uh, not just attach them to people in 2021, but I pray, God, that you will assign them to people in 2021 who will help bring forth your will for their life. I pray, God, for health to be upon them and their families, God. I pray, Lord, that uh, this virus, Lord, I pray, God, that Uh, that they will have the the wisdom and the favor and the protection to walk in health next year. Lord, I also pray, God, just um, for, for divine debt cancellation. There are some people, God, who are listening who are feeling burdened by debt. They're feeling burdened by financial crisis. My prayer, God, is that you will do for them what you have done for me. Lord, you have brought uh, revenue streams and uh, exponential multiplied revenue streams my way when I stood in faith and trusted that you had called me to become financially free. God, I pray for the same anointing, the same grace to be upon them today, Father. That in 2021, they will experience a level of financial freedom that they didn't even think was possible. And because of that financial freedom, they will be able to live out your perfect will for their life. God, I pray, Lord, for wisdom. I pray for wisdom to be upon them, God. I pray, Lord, that your word will be a lamp unto their feet and a light unto their path. God, any confusion that may be in their life, I pray that you will make that way straight. We pray against confusion. We pray against strife. God, we, we pray against the, the enemy's attempt 
to thwart your will and your purpose in their life. God, I pray against any toxic relationships that would seek to uh, create dysfunction in their life. God, I pray, Lord, that you will give them wisdom going into next year. And, Father, we're just going to trust and believe that everything that you have called us to do, it shall come to pass, and we're going to have the kind of faith that doesn't just trust you. We're going to have the kind of faith that enables you to trust us because we will obey when you speak. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen. Amen. 